current event just like our last episode uh, before we get started in this I just kind of want to bring up hey if you guys have opinions rather you agree with us you disagree or you got just a slightly different point of view hit us up social media Instagram Facebook let us know what your thoughts are it's what we want it's what we want anyways today we do have Chris back with us uh, he did a really good job last time, so we're bringing him back. Thanks for having me back. I'm excited to be here. Could no be problem. a regular. He could be a regular. Let's see if he keeps oh. contributing. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Gotta pay the rent. All right. Could so be, could be could be an energy <laughs> drinks. I don't know. Well. One of the biggest things going on right now. Every single time I get on social media, it's everywhere. Is officers against black individuals. Um, so let's start out with um, the big one that's really, this one is the most controversial one I've seen in a while. We just got done with the Chauvin trial, and right afterwards. Out of the gate. Guess what gets posted a little bit after. Now, the first article that was being shared by all news media read 15-year-old girl killed by a black girl, killed by police, right? All over the place. All mm-hmm. over um, and in that article, it just says that she called police. It doesn't give any details. So, and guess what it did? Don't mean to cut you off. Guess what it did? Yeah. It riled yeah, no. emotions. It did exactly right? what they're going. That's for. exactly what the media we've That's talked about it in a previous episode. This is exactly what the media wants. They're going, they're going to hit your emotions, tug on your heart. All right. Yep. So if you guys aren't familiar, this is the Bryant case. Okay. And a quick synopsis before we really start diving into it. This basically is a 15-year-old girl. She is black. Um, she calls police because some people are hassling her, a couple other uh, black juvenile girls. Um, anyways, officers get their tensions are obviously out of control, and Bryant uh, charges and knocks down one of the girls. Looks like she's trying to stab her. One of the girls falls to the ground. Bryant gets over the top of her, but that girl uh, kind of rolls out, barrel rolls, if you will, and tries to stand up. And then Bryant goes and has the other girl pinned up against a car with Nowhere the blade to go. out. Nowhere to go. And is in the process of attempting to stab her. Um, at that point, the officer um, discharges four rounds, and she is killed. So... That's where we're at with this one. Um, what are your guys' thoughts? Depends on, man, where to begin, right? Keyboard yeah. experts immediately. Most famously, LeBron James comes out. That was I mean, kind of a lot, right? That was the big but, issue, right? So we just got done with the Chauvin trial. Everyone's emotions are through the roof. Um, rather, you thought, yeah, Chauvin, 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 however you say his name. Rather, they thought he was doing stuff that's not within the standards of law enforcement. Um, my opinion, he was. Uh, he was in the wrong um, in how he was handling that situation. But some people, you know, think it was murder. Some people think, well, he was in the wrong, so a civil lawsuit. Some people think he was innocent. 
whatever the thoughts were, it was emotional for most people regardless. And then boom. And right after this happens, and what happens right away, you hit the spot on uh, the nail on the head, right? You got, you know, media talking about this right away. And then you have LeBron James, who has a significant amount of followers. Um, and basically and, what he did, go ahead. And, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I mean, this one, this one bugs me so bad. This one bugs me so bad. Wait for the facts. You, listen. We all get emotional at one point or another. Mm-hmm. And I think we all have overreacted. It, it, it is a human nature type thing. I don't know too many people that don't overreact. But this was an obvious, obvious and, and terrible overreaction by someone who has a massive voice nationwide, worldwide, oh, yeah. right? And without even having the facts, he goes out and just basically doxes this cop. Puts his face up there and says, you're next. Serious? Really? Hashtag accountability. The issue is, is that came out before people could really see the video. So you see the article, you think, man, are police really out to get black people? This girl called police for help, and then she gets shot and killed. But we got to wait for the facts, right? So I was talking to some buddies on social media some of them were posting about it. They're like, yeah, police does definitely have an issue because of this new shooting. And I was like, well, we get we can't cast the stones yet. You know, we got to we got to make sure we wait um, yeah, to get those by. details. Stand by. Lo and behold, the video comes out. Like what? Four hours later? Yeah, like it came ish. out immediately. Yeah, but it, was, it was too late, though, right? They, they pushed it quick, but it is too late after the media throws those titles out. Yeah, right. people already have their opinions. People are already, um, you know, coming up with their issues. And in fact, I think you have a clip, right, of what the family was saying happened before the video and really so, got out. And this is yes. And, and again, keep in mind, there are facts and then there are lies, right? Everyone gets emotional. I really don't know how to spin this one. I'll let the the listeners judge for themselves. We could talk about it afterwards. But this is ridiculous. What you're about ready to hear was absolutely ridiculous. Let's go ahead and take a listen. You know what they did? She didn't have no knife or nothing in her hand. Tell the truth. They came up to the 15-year-old girl, shot her four times. Tell the truth. The knife was on the ground. Shot her four times. Okay? Yeah, she had a knife in her hand. Time out. That's, that's time rough. out. You got to kind of digest that one slowly, right? She didn't have the knife. She didn't have she no knife. knife. She said it was on the ground. Oh, right? Okay, cool. And then at the end, what does she say? Yeah, she had a knife. Levitated. She had a knife. That's where the truth came in, yeah. right? In the beginning, and we see it a lot. We see it in our interviews and interrogations when we bring people in. As we slowly process, talk about the incident with our suspects they begin to minimize, right? Mm-hmm. But most of the time, it's lies up front. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what this woman did. Yeah, she had a knife is what came at the end, yeah. where she actually admitted the truth. Yeah, she had a knife, but then she's just going to go ahead and, and justify that, which unfortunately is what we've been hearing now after LeBron's backlash and after he decided to go back on and delete his tweet and then double down and come back and not even apologize to the officer that he doxed 
But then he, he justifies and continues to say, I'm so sick and tired of cops shooting black people and this not being addressed. Look, I don't know what else to tell people. I really don't. You know, we, we have talked about it in previous episodes of what's being tracked. Um, officers love holding each other accountable. Yeah. We've talked before. Uh, our listeners don't know how closely you have worked with both of us. Um, you and I continue to work close with one another in various ways and in, in different types of cases, but we hold each other accountable. Yeah. So hashtag accountability as if it's out there and now you're going to start this new narrative that officers don't have accountability. You and I both know, all three of us know that every single case, every single operation that we work on, we hold each other accountable. Absolutely. And I don't, I, I really don't know what else to tell our listeners. At some point, you just have to start believing the ones that are actually doing the work. And you got to stop or at least put a shield up yeah. with the narrative that's being pushed by the media and individuals who have an agenda. This is ridiculous that a family member would come out and do this, right? Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. And none of us wake up in the morning saying, you know, I'm out to make bad case law. Like, like you said, we hold each other accountable because we don't want that. I don't want my name on that. I don't want my name in the media. I don't wake up saying, you know what? I'm going to go out and kill somebody today. It's not what we do. We, we go out to protect and serve. It's, it's what we signed up for. And like you said, we keep each other accountable in the cases that we work because we want bad guys to go to jail. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, and again, I, I, I talk about this. I'm going to take issue with the individuals that are now justifying... LeBron's statements and trying to spin what the officer did. Look, we understand there's there's a large group of individuals out there that don't like us. There's a large group of individuals out there that no matter what we do, no matter what we say, it's hashtag hate cops. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Defund the police. That entire narrative. We're just a bunch of, of old West cowboys doing things by uh, no law. We're just out there to violate rights. And I, I'm going to take issue with that because no matter how anybody else is going to spin it, I am standing here today letting anybody that is willing to listen to my voice and is listening to this podcast, I will tell you that officer is a hero. And, he's, and he saved a black life. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And you, I mean, you watch that video. She was, she was in the motion of making that stabbing motion. Okay. Kudos to that officer for his quick reactions. Because if he didn't react the way he did. Someone's getting stabbed. You're looking at two dead females. P- potentially. 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 Had he, had he not discharged his firearm when he did, it's possible that Micaiah Bryant would have succeeded with that stab. Mm-hmm. He still shoots her. And now you have two dead people. That's, that's not what cops want. Yeah. That's not what we want. Well, and here's the issue. So on top of that, so you have her trying to stab the girl in the pink, right? And that's the image that's kind of circulate now as the counter to this whole thing. At the same time, that male is trying to kick the other girl on the ground. So he's dealing with a girl trying to stab one person. Oh, yeah. A guy trying to kick another one in the face. Absolute cluster. 
Um, Hashtag accountability. He also knows exactly what's going on in the nation and what just happened in Minneapolis. That's not a secret. And Every uh, officer in this country knew the verdict was coming out on the Chauvin case. We knew it was going to be. That officer knew it. He didn't just decide to go to that scene and open fire. He knew what was at stake. Mm -hmm. And it's all in our mind. LeBron can have his opinions, right? Uh, I don't care to listen to it. The issue is, is when you start having that many followers and stuff like that, you have an extra, um, you've got some responsibility you need to take under. So he does that post, right? So if you haven't seen his picture of the officer and it says, you're next, hashtag accountability. A lot of people took that to mean he's, He's next, as in he just shot and killed a 15-year-old girl. He's the next one who's going to be killed. So that officer had to get security at his house. Mm-hmm. He had uh, his wife had an armed person following her through a store um, and not security, like a reason they got security because it was not a good situation. It's a terrible situation. And, and I'm not saying that all comes down to LeBron, but... He has to know he has extremists that are following him and people who idolize him. He's, his nickname is the King yeah. for a reason. People really look up to him, and, yeah, he says it's legit. I want to touch on something you were talking about because you get this officer. I mean, with LeBron comes out with that tweet on that officer, right? Now he's he has to go into protective custody. His family has to go into prote- protective custody. But on top of it, this is all just after he took a life. Okay. The emotions that are going through that man and his family. And now on top of it, you're having to relocate out of your home, have to have constant protection because now you're fearing that a horde is coming after you and your family because of what you just did. hundred percent. We now we've all been around individuals that have been in officer involved shootings and, and you, you brought up a good point and I'm just going to expand on it. And I'm not going to mention names because I haven't had his permission uh, to talk about this situation. I'm not going to go into the details, but basically we, we had a uh, former co-worker that was forced to discharge his firearm and take a life. And when you sat down and talked with him, you could see that he was, I mean, this was years after. Mm-hmm. This was years after the incident actually took place. But you could see that it was affecting him like it had just happened. Not only him, but his family as well. PTSD. I mean, it affected his wife. Uh, It it, it ended up affecting their marriage. Um, But you have this individual that was put into a terrible situation. He was doing his job. He was was responding to a call that he was required to respond to. And took appropriate action. And took appropriate action. And and here's, here's the sad part. He was telling me that after the incident, People just didn't know what to say to him, even even fellow officers, right? And and fellow officers would come up and pat him on the back and said, you did what you had to do. And he told me that never, ever comforted him, yeah. ever. And how sad that is, people need to recognize this is not something we want. No. It is not a feeling that you want to carry home with you. It is not something that you want to leak over into your um, domain with your wife and your kids or anything like that. PTSD is real. And 
I can only imagine what that officer is dealing with right now because we're not, this coworker was not in that same situation. No, this is national attention. This is national scrutiny. Yeah. Here's, here's what I want all the listeners to do. And I would encourage you to try to do anytime you are reading an incident, especially involving law enforcement. But when media posts it, take out anything that could be viewed as a bias. Okay. So we look at this situation. She's 15. Let's take that out. Uh, she's black. Let's take that out. And let's just take out that she's female too. Okay. So now let's look at it. She was fairly heavy set, right? Mm. So we'll say like, we'll say 180. I don't know. I'm just going to throw out a number. So we have a 180 pound individual actively trying to stab two individuals. Police show up and the, she is still actively trying to stab. She has one person or sorry, the individual has one person pinned up against a car with the knife in the hand and making a movement to try to stab that person. And that individual officer, pinned against that car in a defensive position. Looks basically like a standing fetal position up against a car. If that's a position, that's the position. The position was screaming, I'm in fear for my life. Right. I'm about ready to be stabbed. The officer discharges his firearm and the suspect, the threat goes away. That's a justified shooting. 100%. 100%. And if you, if you hear that narrative the way that you just said it, which is the point that you're trying to get across to our listeners, you think you're going to have the same if the media reports it as such, right? No, and, that, and that's, you, you know what? You bring up a good point, and I've talked with you guys about this before. Minneapolis had another shooting, right? Um, Minneapolis is a fairly big uh, metropolitan, um, you know, roughly 3 million, just over 3 million people. What you know about Minneapolis? Yeah, I might, might have spent a vast majority of my life there. Um, but, so, they had a shooting, right? It's a armed car robber. Um, and they, police shoot and kill this guy as he's trying to, you know, get into another car. Um, BLM shows up, and they start protesting the shooting. You know, saying it was not good, not valid, all sorts of stuff legitimately they find out that the individual was Caucasian, the suspect that was shot and they leave <laughs> on top of that. It's not going all over social media and it on the few pages that have shared it. All I see is likes and the little heart emojis, not the crying ones or anything like that. No sadness for that white life. And that's kind of what I get into is we're, we're overly portraying the bias into all of this. We talked about it in our, first couple episodes um and it's it's what we've got to get past we've we've got to move past that we need to start working together as a society we've mentioned it before we we have both recognized and i chris wasn't a part of those episodes but i i've had these conversations with chris as well we recognize that there is room for improvement in a lot of areas within law enforcement we have gotten better even in my personal, uh, quote-unquote, expertise arena of my cases, yeah. we have gotten, we've gotten way better in terms of recognizing sex abuse and being able to report it, mandate reporting. There are so many things that we do better today than what we did yesterday. 
And that's going to be in a lot of different arenas. But to your point, Kim, we got to stop saturating specific subjects, right? My wife loves music, loves it. And she loves new, certain new songs that come on. You know, I, I, it's not going to be any different for you guys. And then she'll listen to it. And then if you notice on the radio, they play the same five songs over and over and over again to where you're like, hey, this is my jam. Man, I'm sick of that song now because they saturated it. They absolutely destroyed it. This is a travesty because I think racial issues within our society is a good thing to talk about. But where you're going to start losing people is where you oversaturate saturate the situation and continue to say race is involved with every single situation. Right. Even to the point where you got BLM showing up before they even have the facts and then realize the victim was a Caucasian, they pop smoke. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's not part of their agenda, so they're, they're going to go ahead and get out. So one other thing that was that's brought up when I talked to a lot of my people um, back in Minneapolis area. Um, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> less lethal, right? That's one of the first things people people brought up in this one. I haven't had anyone say I'd tackle her. Um, I haven't had anyone say that on this one, which a lot of times some, you know, some Superman's going to say that. Um, <laughs> right. But so let's talk about the the less lethal options that are typically carried or may be available. Now, every agency is different, but OC. Someone said OC. OC is one. We all know. Less lethal. And we're all trained to fight through OC. Good for a gnarly cat every once in a while. OC was designed to give what they call a temporary pause so you can go put that person in handcuffs. It's supposed to kind of shock them a little bit, give them that that burning sensation, if you will, mm-hmm. and you can get them into cuffs. It's not going to incapacitate them. No. If they are seeing red to the point they're trying to stab and kill someone, adrenaline is fighting pumping. through it. It's not stopping them. Nope. So the next one. Well, oh, go ahead. and on that note with OC, in order for it to work, you've got to hit the person in the eyes and right at the nose. Yeah. Okay, they've got to be facing you. Makai Bryant? She wasn't facing that officer. OC is not a fact. You can't use it in that situation. Make, we just got to curve the stream. You're going to make people. You don't do that? <laughs> no. I saw, a, I, saw <laughs> I, a movie. <laughs> I saw a movie one time. I haven't figured it out yet. Firearm instructors won't let me try. <laughs> but you do. You have to hit them in the sweet spot. And yep. It's got to be right there, the nose and the eyes, in order for it to be with effective. Her, yeah. With her back turned, you're just going to make people cough a little bit. Right, right, right. Yeah. Speaking of sweet spot, what's next? Taser, right? Most officers and departments have tasers. I have seen there are actually some fairly large agencies where only specialized individuals get to carry tasers. I, I don't know what the thought process is with that. Don't get it. But yes, tasers is the next one, right? So I've seen numerous taser deployments. Uh, I'll give it a 50 50. If they're wearing baggy clothes, uh, if they're wearing a jacket, you it's, hit them it's right not too. happening. You got to get the both prongs in. Exactly. You know I mean? And that's Otherwise what people, it's not going to be as effective. That's what we want. I want to put out there, you know, so basically when you fire a taser, you've got one that basically goes straight and you go another, you have another one that goes at an angle away because your probes have to spread. 
If they don't spread far enough, it will not be effective. It'll be a pain compliance, but it will not incapacitate the muscle groups for those yeah. five seconds. Yeah, that charge is supposed to go throughout the entire body. So the, right. the further the prongs mm-hmm. apart, the better. The better. But how hard is it to hit a moving target in the back with one probe? Absolutely. And then in the leg with the other. Yeah. Yeah. Very small chance, right? Um, and so I've told a lot of people, I was like, a taser in a knife situation for officers is not always off the table. We need to have time and we need to have distance and we need to have uh, some form of what we refer to as artificial distance. So take this scenario, but put the person with the knife on the opposite side of the car and the victim on the opposite side of the car and the officers on the side with the victim. Get a little bit That's more time. artificial yeah. distance. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you can articulate that. Now she's going to go and try to throw the knife at you. Changes things, right? Yeah. So... That's one of the issues with Taser. Um, also brings up the point of split-second decisions and everything that an officer has to process on yes. scene. Positions of everyone. Where are they standing? Are there objects in front? How long could it take them to get around said object? There are so many things that an officer has to process yeah. within split seconds. And it's just so unfair and on it, this Monday morning quarterbacking thing. And on this specific one... It was legit split second. He gets out 100%. and within 10 screamed, seconds, right? Yeah, it was immediately. Like he's not even off the road yet and the stabbing attempts begin. Yeah, everyone can watch the video. I, and, I'd and encourage test, you to. Test me Read, on that. Go, go. I mean, test me on it. From the time he gets out of his vehicle to the time that he pulls the trigger for the first time, I think it was around 10 point something seconds. No, I think they said 10 nine. seconds. Nine seconds. You know what I'm saying? Regardless. I'm, nine to 10. That's a ridiculous. That's, nine seconds to process that many people fighting in a front yard. Oh, yeah. And he still picked up on the knife, which we, we have all been in training. And if that officer had gone code black, which is a, a law enforcement term for just freaking out and not being able to process anything, right? Yep. You can't see. You can't react. You freeze. Uh, you freeze. Had he frozen in any way, had he looked to the left, had he been more uh, concerned about who was coming up on his backside before other officers arrived or as other officers were arriving, if he was more concerned about that stuff, a girl gets stabbed. Mm -hmm. He's a hero. Yep. I mean, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Complete cluster that this officer has to deal with. Textbook response. 100%. Textbook on how you deal with that lethal threat. Yeah, I I, I completely agree. There's one more I want to hit. We can kind of lump it together. So old school shotgun beanbag round, right? Not a lot of agencies use that anymore. What is starting to hit the streets more is what's called a a direct impact. Um, So those of you who don't know, um, so you have what's called a 40 mic mic. So 40 millimeter um, is the size. It's, It's a fairly large projectile. It's called a foam baton. Fires one round. It's very effective. In this situation, had there been time and space, it would be effective. Mm. There's no time and space in this one. That's one thing I really want to put across. But I wanted to to bring these up because I know the question comes up a lot as far as, well, why wasn't less lethal used? Why couldn't we do this? Why couldn't we do this? Exactly. So I wanted to bring those up. There's something like a pepper ball gun as well. Kind of falls into the same category with that, that direct impact. It just... You, if you don't have the time, you don't have the space. I am lucky enough that I carry the uh, 
direct impact every day on patrol. Um, but our agency specifically only has a couple that's on the streets at any given time. Right. Um, so it's very rare. A lot of big agencies are not going to let their officers carry on because it does take added training and certification in order to deploy it. But I just want you guys to kind of think about um, that as you watch these videos, time it. Um, and then even if you need to act it out and you know it's going to be coming, but have someone role play uh, that they got a knife and you've got a gun and a holster. See how uh, fast and you got to draw. You've got to give verbals. You've got to try to um, deal with this situation. And again, he's dealing with two fights. He's got the stabbing and the kicking. But for real, let us know your thoughts on this. Um, this when I hear it. This is a and, hot topic. And, and we're willing to communicate answers to you. Um, discuss any questions that you have. Please hit us up. We, we really want to hear your opinion about this. Um, if you think that we missed something, as we've talked about uh, in previous episodes, if you think we missed something, let's address it. Mm-hmm. Hit us up on, the, on our page. And until next time, keep clearing your corner.